Welcome to Podcast by Default. I'm your girl Kim. I'm Gems. I'm Chris. I'm Jess. And it's Ange. And today we are gonna be talking about F is for friends who do stuff together. You mm-hmm. is for you, you and me. me. And yes. I don't want to get copyrighted by Nickelodeon, so <laughs> um so we're just the bad. <laughs> Thank God we stopped at end because I was gonna sit in the bad part. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> And it's for no survivors. Actually, no survivors because if you don't play your cards right with fake friends, then you will have no survivors. Oh and that's what today's podcast is about. Uh, friends. The end is nemesis. <laughs> no, but for real, uh, we kind of want to talk about bad friends. Because as you're growing up, you're going to experience friend fallouts. Anybody who says they haven't are either extremely lucky or extremely good at lying. So, <laughs> Or they're just delusional. Exactly. Oh yeah, 100%. No matter what. They, I might, think... not, they might not know. Yeah. It's mm. so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Being snaked. You ever realize? You should like, question all your friends. <laughs> yeah. What are your intentions in this no. friendship? <laughs> what are your intentions with me? <laughs> you ever talk to people and they talk about their friends and you're like, you shouldn't be letting them treat you like this. And they're like, no, it's okay. That's just how we are. And then I'm like, uh, I don't know. There's no excuses for bad behavior. Yeah. And I think it's really sad when you think some people are used to it. it it's like. It's more common to think, like, oh, I'll have standards for, like, a romantic relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then how can you also not hold standards the most basic of standards yeah, yeah. for friendships? Those Honestly. are important, too. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to ask you guys a question. Um, have you been the kind of friend that you would want as a friend? awkward silence I think it's a question that it makes you think because in general we'd be like yeah I think I'm a pretty good friend but then Mm -hmm. sometimes it makes you think about maybe the times that you maybe you've done uh, out of being selfish or even like a couple times I've been thinking about when I was growing up and you'd be letting everything else influence you so you do something to a friend that's not that good I mean it doesn't mean you're a Mm -hmm. bad person or a bad friend but it means that wasn't your strongest friend moment Mm -hmm. right or you don't do something that you were actually supposed to do exactly Mm -hmm. like even like for yourself with friendships it's a growing process it's probably one of like one of like the major ways we grow as a person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's you're kind of bound to make mistakes and like if you don't regret something like you're really lucky or you were born wise oh, i guess yeah. i don't know but like yeah i think sometimes i get too caught up on like in the past like regrets and mistakes like i could have been better that's why mm-hmm. i think that when people talk about like oh i was friends with this person when we were in grade two and they were mean to me so they're horrible that shouldn't define you though because yeah a lot of times like Nothing ever we ever thought bullying was cool, but like you ever had, you know, there's a, I don't want to say like, oh yeah, there's a kid that we were so good to bully. No, but like you ever sometimes follow a trend because everybody else is doing yeah. it and you look back and you're like, why? That was so mean. Something kind of like that. Like there's no, you don't have your wisest moments, but you're growing up, you think that being rude or being bitchy is like a fad. Yeah, no, like especially when you're growing up, like if everyone's like laughing, having a good time, you may not realize. And then you, you look back when you're older, like, oh, that was kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. But mm-hmm. I think. Being able to recognize that at least is good. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's somewhat growth. Yeah. That's part of like the growing process, I guess. Mm-hmm. You have to like recognize what you've done to come to something else. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to think because I have so many long-lasting friendships, I must be somewhat <laughs> yeah. of a friend. Yeah. You're yeah. right. <laughs> but like, I'm also like super critical of myself too, so I'm probably like, you're probably shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, excuse my language. Yeah. What kind of part of my French? <laughs> what kind of things do you expect out of a friend that you try to emulate yourself? Like trying to reword the question. 
honestly i mean this might sound so 2020 like but good vibes i need yeah. to be able to vibe yeah. with the person that's gonna date this podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you, you need to have like these are you have to be able to have a good conversation with them like they could be really nice and you could be really nice and just nice people all around but if you don't have that vibe you don't have that connection with them where you can have the just chemistry like, like yeah. chemistry like you, you know you never met people who you've met like maybe once or twice and suddenly you guys click. You instantly click. Yes. Even in the first five sentences that are exchanged, you just click and you continue talking and you can talk for hours and it doesn't feel like any time has passed. Yeah. yeah. Those impressions are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the things I look for in friendships as well because like, if I couldn't talk well with you guys and you guys wouldn't be here, I, I would kick you guys out of my house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. But also, like, now that I look back on all our friendships, like, like none of, nothing happened like like yeah we, we became friends like right away but like i think like it, it took a long time to become as close as we are oh, yeah especially yeah. when you're younger it's easier to make friends but mm-hmm. keeping friendships is like we're lucky to have stayed yeah. as long as we have like there's a lot of us like more than the, the five here but even that much is rare for a lot of people mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when they're like quality friendships not just acquaintances you know yeah not to mention like i don't know about you guys but like Especially since I've been getting way busier, even if we don't talk and we don't try to like upkeep things, mm-hmm. we understand that one of another is busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's an important part for me. Like, I don't want friends that will expect me to be there for them 24 7. Like, I mean, I'll be there for you when you need me, like 100%. But it's like, I don't want the kind of friend that'll get mad at me because I was like away from my phone when they were in a crisis like yeah. you have to be understanding too and I I'll feel like that's basic <laughs> I have to make that joke and it's not like we don't talk we do talk uh, every day we send each other memes and that's our form of communicating that's our form of keeping up with each other and that's our form of uh, us letting uh, each other know that you're still my friend, and it's not forced. It's not like we're like trying to like so desperately to hang on to something. That's not like it's just it's natural. Like you find something and you want to share. It. You're like, oh, I have to let everyone know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we all have a good laugh at it. Yeah. yeah, we've known each other since we were like pretty young, and like we've all gone through a lot of personal changes, but we've been lucky enough to grow together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and I think a lot of that is because we're all pretty understanding of each other. I think yeah. we've helped each other grow so much. I think yeah. a lot of these friendships here on this table actually come up to almost ten years of friendship, but that's yeah like i think it would be the the listeners don't know but like me and kim we've been friends since what fourth grade fourth grade over 10 years (laughs) over 10 years over 10 years we've been friends uh with like i i felt like i got close with gems and jess like in eighth grade, yeah, seventh. Like I've known, I've known even then. Like we've all known each other. We've yeah. known each other for like, much longer. Yeah, I've known Jenna since like Chris was like kind of new. Like but we met each other in. We, we in I met age. everyone in high school. Yeah, I met Jess and Angela in. Archery. Archery, yeah. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. A that really was like long time grade ago. Grade nine, ten. Yeah. Grade ten. How grade old ten are is when we officially Yeah. Yeah. That was like seven years ago. Yeah. Approximately seven years ago. They say if you make it to seven years, you're friends forever, and was like. That means you guys are stuck with me. That's the contract. I know. That's weird to like think of, like, cause like I feel like indif- like we're all like sort of. I don't want to say we're independent people because like, I know a lot of us are. <laughs> like yeah. me, I'm not really independent, but I feel like like yeah, we can like lead the group and then just come back. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we'll, like we'll go MIA for like a little bit and then yeah. like I'm back. <laughs> yeah. You know who like one like mutual friend that we have? Uh, we're probably gonna have her as a guest later on, or maybe as co-host depending on her status. But our friend L, she hangs out a lot with like a lot of 
uh, uh, a lot of other people mm-hmm. and um she'll just like disappear for a while we'll hang out with us and then we'll be fine she you know? makes friends as easy as breathing oh yeah. she's, she's, she's an really extrovert social. she's the definition of an extrovert you know what's so yeah. interesting is as soon as we all started university i just remember we were all talking about did you guys make friends today you guys make friends today and i know nope. i made friends within like the first week but L made friends on orientation yeah. day. Yeah. I was so shocked about she made that. So many yeah. friends. I don't even. I I think it was even before the day before orientation when we were just going to like navigate our way around and get our like oh, yeah, cards and stuff. Oh yeah, it was like a Facebook group or something. Yeah, we were trying mm-hmm. to like get stuff together right before university started, and she straight up already made friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here like, girl, how? Mm-hmm. And I think that's something. Wow, like. That's a talent. talent she, she's open. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Especially, like, oh, as we're older, like, we're more closed off, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's harder to start a new friendship with somebody. It's so closed off, always. Yeah. But, like, one thing about her is that she's also, like, unashamed of yeah. who she is. Yeah. And she's proud of who she is. Which she's is very confident. Yeah. She, she, like, you, you can, like, be around her and she radiates self-confidence yeah. all the time. And she'll boost your confidence, too. She's going to hear this. Ellen, she's going to be like, my friends are gassing me up. <laughs> well, if you are listening to this, we got girl, you, girl. you're a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, Flipping the question around. Yeah, so that's yeah. like, we were talking about good friendships, guys, God. We don't have to <laughs> yeah. Much. I know. I just feel happy when I think of friends. I know. <laughs> but like, what are some turnoffs that you guys have about friendships? I mean, our topic today is kind of based on bad friendships. So, what is okay. it that you watch out for? And lying. Don't like lying. Oh my we gosh, all, lying. <laughs> we all don't like lying. Yeah. And you know what? It's like not even like lying. You tell a little bit, a little white lie, maybe because in the moment you're not whatever. You're it's, not limited to hang out, so you say, "Oh, my mom didn't let me." Doesn't want me to go out today. Sorry, like, guys. Oh, I have a, I have an emergency. I can't go. It's like that. Okay, whatever. This no, everyone does. We that. all we all understand it. Yeah, we all understand that. It's, it's like whatever. Deliberately lying for attention. For attention. Yeah. Or for drama. drama. Uh-huh. If you if you just love drama and you know drama and you want to share it and spill tea, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. when you try Create to cause it, it yeah, mm-hmm. nothing. There's nothing. Especially, especially to pin some of your friends against other of your friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what nothing that sounds familiar <laughs> <laughs> nothing angers me more or annoys me more than people who are just so hungry for drama that they'll do mm-hmm. absolutely anything for it they'll tune into things because they only want the drama from it they don't get me wrong this is something this is coming from someone who loves to tell stories about my crazy like family and our family drama just because we be crazy but that's one thing that's like that has nothing to do with us i'm not gonna affect anybody hurt anybody from like this I'm talking about people who will like put, I'll put like Jess against Chris and make them fight, and then Jen's gotta like jump in and like, I don't know, sumo oh, kick yeah. them. <laughs> like, sumo kick everyone, yeah. kick everyone yeah. down, steal their left foot. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. like people who do that, you gotta be some next level type of evil. Like, I don't yeah. understand how you have that much time on your hands. I think we all kind of experienced this to some degree in high school because we had this one common friend. Uh, let's refer to her as messy. (laughs) (laughs) She She was was a mess. Yeah. It was just like a really toxic friendship because she really liked to lie to get attention. Um, we would try to advise her not to do certain things for her well-being. And then she'll do it anyways. And then she'll come crying to us. 
Um, she would pretend that, like, her parents were abusive. Like, she would... She pretended her dad had cancer. She pretended she was moving. She mm-hmm. pretended she they had depression. You know what? The yeah. cancer thing definitely really annoyed me, yeah. too. Because, like, there's so many people out there who mm-hmm. are going through deaths. They're going through... People are dying on a daily basis. Millions of people per year die because and then of that. She's going and you over here lying And she just did it were... on somebody's birthday at their yeah. party okay. because party. she was upset that all the attention was on the birthday girl. <laughs> and what's funny is that when this friendship broke off, we never had the intention of like breaking it off. We just wanted to be good friends and advice. But that's what happens when you're not friends with the right people. They don't want to hear it. They're just going to immediately turn it against you. Why? For what? And like, I don't want to make it sound like, oh, we were trying to control her or whatever. Like, she would ask us for help for every little thing and we'd give it. And when things went wrong, she'd blame us. And she didn't even Mm -hmm. be like, oh, I think you should do this. She would do the opposite and then kind of blame us for it or try to pin us against each other. Why did she stop me kind of thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She would use information she knew about us and try to use it against us almost. Like, Like, just secrets that we didn't want to have spilled in a certain way. And I guess she kind of made us feel sorry for her. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we were so concerned. Yeah, for a really long time, we were just trying to, like, help her out. And it just, like, it kind of hurt because um, I really trusted her. I really wanted the best for her. I considered her one of my best friends. And then she used, like, my concern for her against me. And then that's what really hurt me. I think what annoyed me especially is that it started off so well. You know, every, it, that's how most friendships mm-hmm. start off. You're not going to start a friendship on bad terms. But... It started off in a great direction, you know, you thought it was, like, so sweet, so amazing. And who knows if that person still has those qualities, but it's the bad qualities. It's like, everyone, I always believe that everybody has some sort of toxic or not great qualities. No one's perfect in this world. Mm -hmm. Everyone will have something that, I might have something that you find to be toxic or whatever. Toxic is, like, subjective, really. But it's how you let these traits overpower you. If you let that overpower you, then you ultimately do become a toxic person. And that's unfortunately what happened here. And that's what really, like... I don't know, that really upset me the big, the most about that situation is because things could have gone so much better, mm-hmm. you know? You could mm-hmm. still have a friend. Honestly, for, for in her case, I don't think so because after we got some context on who she was on a, as a person oh, from she... people who know her for years and she's always been like that. Mm-hmm. She's always point. been a liar. She's always wanted attention and drama. So I don't think with us she ever had good intentions. She just wanted what she wanted. That's true. And like yeah. we we went like full on for her. Like we really thought she was going through all the motions. We called kids help phone. Like we were kids ourselves. Like we didn't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. And like she put us through a lot just because we cared so much. And like like you said, she totally used that. And mm-hmm. you know this is not really to make us seem like oh we're the heroes and we're so sad or we're victimizing ourselves. But this is like from our experience. We actually did try to help. Right. Like it's not like. It's not like, oh, you know, we're just going to tell you all these things, but it's not true. Because, you know what, it is. You have, like, five people here trying to straight up say that this is what we went through. That's pretty... And I mean, not to make it all some sad, wah-wah story, <laughs> but, like, yeah. it's just... It, it's a part of growth. And now you kind of know how to react to things differently. You know how to act on things differently. You, you know, know what to watch out for. Right. Yeah. Honestly, we love about a lot of the stuff that happened. Yeah, we all do. It's been a long time. We are not <laughs> like hurt by this anymore. Being, ac- no. being accused of stealing someone's man, I laugh at that guy. I didn't even want that being man. Being accused of fighting this bitch? <laughs> like, you don't know me. You can't see me. But I'm a pretty, like, built dude, right? And when that light he came up... He looks like The Rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and when that light came up... Um, Everyone knew it was a lie because if I were to fight her, 
she would have been decimated. Her bones would have actually broken. It's true. I love I love being accused of attacking people with paper plates. I love it. I love it. I remember one of our other mutual friends. Like she was like, "Oh yeah, we uh, we went and we hung out together, and he confessed his feelings (laughs) for me." And upon asking him, he was like, "What?" If you guys don't know who this person, if you if as if you guys never met this person, she told you about her love life. You think that she came out up to all the boys that loved before? Yeah, but like none of the boys boys loved her. (laughs) And the the worst thing is, is she has the same outward qualities as Ella, and she can make friends so easily. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. She can make people trust her so easily. The difference is Ella's genuine. Yeah, not a single time has she loved you. Yeah. Yeah. She she's cried about us before, like when when we would like tell her about our problems or stuff, and we'd open up. If she ever felt like we didn't care about her, um, she she would like she would cry and she'd be like, hey, like you like. I'm here for you. You know, it's coming for me to to me for everything. Yeah. So, and yeah. messy was messy because her lies were messy too. Like the yeah. one that you just said, like she didn't think we could just ask. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. And th- at that point, we already knew though. So if she was telling us something, yeah. like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I just I just think one of the funniest things was that like those same types of lies, which was like, girl, you can easily find the truth. Is that one time Messi had a crush on a dude. And we had to do something where I guess I don't know he saw me or he told her. I, she had a crush. They were talking. They were in a talking phase. I don't think there's any commitment. That's what she told me though. Who knows if that was a lie? Apparently he told her that. Oh, your friend is cute. So she came to me talking about. Oh my god, you guys would be so amazing. Like I need you to invite me to the wedding. Not knowing to me that she went to Ange, Jess, and Chris and told them she's trying to steal my man. Like I can't believe it. She's so fake. She's so. She's ugly. She's fat. I can't believe it. And I'm over here like, girl, you can have him. I don't even know who you're talking about. Honestly, it's just like, there are some people that you have falling outs with and you just can't really recover from that just Mm. because they're just not, they're either just incompatible with you as a person um, or they're just, you know, pathological liars. Like you just have to accept that there's some people that just are, they're not meant to be your friend. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I've definitely had like success stories where it's like people that I've drifted away from yeah. and like I ended up being really close friends with them again, or I haven't run into them in a really long time. And then like we catch up and then suddenly like we re-sparked a friendship. Like those cases do still happen. So don't throw away your friends because maybe they lied to you. Like, <laughs> once but do like watch out for warning signs yeah they do exist be smart about it that's basically what we're trying to say because you know what there are some people and that's what i was saying about the toxic traits because again everybody has something about them that's like not great mm-hmm. no one's perfect we're not jesus <laughs> we we can't be expected to be perfect so everyone does have a toxic trait but once you let that overpower you like, this girl, one of this girl's toxic traits was her ability to, she wanted attention. So she let that overpower to the point where she became a pathological liar. She would lie to us. She wouldn't care if what she was saying was affecting anybody else because she just wanted the attention. And that is how you let it overpower you. I'm just saying. Like, she didn't call the cops on us. Oh, yeah. She did. Oh, my God. My mom was going to fight her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my mom, too. My mom was, like, really ready to, like, get so one thing is like her mom was also insane. So like that's another reason why it was easy to believe when she would say all that stuff about her parents because like interacting with the mother, you're like, oh no, you poor thing. <laughs> but um, 
basically when we were having our falling out, um, they knew where I lived, so her mom, and I swear Messi was in the car, I think I'm pretty sure I saw her, right, she, so, um, I was upstairs, and it was back when it was just, like, me and my younger sister, who was, like, in elementary school at the time, and we would just be home alone for a little bit, so there was a knock on the door, I was upstairs, so my sister answered it, and then she comes to me, and then she's just, like, like, um, do you know where Kim is? Kim is missing. And I was like, what? Like, I was, I was, I was freaking out. And, and she was, and I was, and I told her what happened, who's at the door. And she said it was Kim's mom at the door asking if we know where her daughter is. So full of concern <laughs> for my lost friend <laughs> who, and like, especially in high school, we're so abductable. Like, <laughs> I, know, <it's> <laughs> I go downstairs and it's Messi's mom and she's like red in the face, like ready to yell at me. Like she knows I, I know what Kim's mom looks like. I know what she looks like. Kim's mom is a queen. O- opposite sides. So anyway, I like completely was all concerned. I know Kim's fine. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, what do you want? And she was trying to get the address of another friend because she wanted to go and harass them. And I was just like, no, you're insane. Why would I do that? and she wouldn't let it go I honestly did not care she eventually left in a huff and I told my mom and my mom freaked out because she's just like oh my god this lady tried to like harass my child mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, she went over to go talk to her right so she drove over to her house and then she saw police there mm-hmm. and she had so Messi's mom had called the police to try to get our friend's address and the police were like, um. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the way. police were like, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, I don't know. That turned my head. Like, I don't know if people could be He's, that. Yeah. You know, I remember, yeah. I remember when you told me that that day. I was furious. I told my mom. My mom was like, hell no. All the moms were going to square up. Uh, all the people she could try to be, she's going to be me? And I, was, I was like, exactly. I was really mad about that. I was like, first of all, how dare you think out of all mothers you're going to try to be my mother? Excuse me. <laughs> Second of all, my mom's a queen. Second of all, um, who the hell calls the cops to go find the address? How about a high schooler? Yeah, on yeah. a high schooler. 411 exists if you lose your brain. <laughs> That's number one. Um, number two. Was this the age of yellow pages? Yellow pages exist. <laughs> That's your local Walmart. It's not that hard. <laughs> Basically any other resource, but no, you have to go wham, 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 wham to the police. And the police were like, boo-hoo, bye-bye, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty brutal if I do say so myself. That's definitely like Dumb. top one worst experiences top. when it comes to <laughs> friendships. It was pretty crazy. I think, I think we, especially because we're so young and we want to know why... Are we having the police called on us? We know we didn't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. but that still gives you some random anxiety. Like, what the hell is going to go down mm-hmm. here? Not to mention, like, you're in high school, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but up to that point, all my experiences with friends were really good. Yeah. I didn't realize people could be like that. It was uh, So I was like, oh, I just want to help this person out, because literally everybody else that I try to help out, they just genuinely need help. And then all sorts of stuff started to happen, and I was like, oh, person can be helped you know? it was really eye-opening yeah well, i've had like a lot of bad experiences with friends beforehand mm. right but like even then i was like this is some next level <laughs> <laughs> this was like some sopranos young and the restless type of drama i was like not in the mood for because i've had some follows with friends like if you want me to reflect on like i know one year in elementary school was extremely 
eye-opening for friendships and like that's grade six why why'd i have to think <laughs> that was bad that was bad but this this was like bollywood movie type of drama yeah, <laughs> that's right. the police didn't come singing to my house there's our dance number there's our dance number call shower khan priyanka chopra everyone yeah I mean, like, but that was high school, too. Like, I can school. think of, like, a more recent falling out that I've had with a separate friend um, that you guys probably don't know. But it was just, like, off of something as simple as, like, um, I can't say pride. It's just that I felt disrespected by something that she said. Um, long story short, she basically insulted what kind of school I go to because it's not like, of the same caliber as her university. It's not Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for some reason, it was just, like, I, I just couldn't help but think, like, why does the status matter to you so much? And it, it hurt me because it was, like, you're my friend. You shouldn't be saying these things to me. And she made it sound like she had to deal with everything I had to say all the time like mm-hmm. uh she always had to like be pushed to the side because of what i wanted like growing up like yes i understand that as a kid i really was pushy like i was kind of possessive as a kid because i was like oh she's my best friend you can't play with her kind of thing you know i was like that too yeah but mm-hmm. i was also seven years old you know like i've grown up from that and ever since then like i would like go to like her like if she had like performances or stuff at her high school like i would go to those things like even though she lived like half an hour, 45 minutes away, you know, like I really poured myself into the friendship. I, I didn't like try to express myself like in gifts per se, but more like um, being there for you, giving you good advice if you needed anything, if you ever needed to talk to me kind of thing. And we never had any bad blood between us up until that moment. And I realized I was like, um, if you're really my friend, how come you have to belittle me for something like that? You know, like, if you care about status that much, then, like, I'm not the person that you should be sharing all your things with, like, that we should be, like, hanging out as much as we do, because I don't, you know, like, we all get to where we need to be, like, at a different pace, and I just am going to a different school, and that's totally fine, you know? I mean, it's harder when it's an old friendship, too. I mean, yeah. it's, like, like an old relationship when people are together a long time. They're like, well, we've made it this far. Is it a waste to, you know? Mm-hmm. Or it's just there's, like, a lot of history, yeah. a lot of emotion. But you, you have to respect yourself and, and look at what it is. And yeah, and it, it wasn't the only time that it happened. More recently, I had tried to rekindle the friendship, and it just, like, didn't work out. Like, I realized what kind of character that she had. I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm just generally saying that we're just not compatible as people. Or that she wasn't good for you. Yeah, Yeah. she wasn't good for me, especially at the state that I was in when it all happened because it was really recent. And, like, I've been trying to, like, piece together who I am. Like, what do I want out of my life? Like, what kind of values do I have for the people around me as well? Who do I want to surround myself with? So it was really, like... It's still a very, like, complicated time for me. And I didn't want someone that would be there that would just, like, confuse me further. Make it harder for me to, like, grow up, basically. Um, not to say that she's a bad person. Like, again, like, I, 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 don't, wa- I don't wish any, like, bad things upon her. It's just that, like, I, we're not ever going to be as close as we used to be when we were, like, 13 years old. And that's okay, I guess. Even though we were friends for, like, 
really, a really long time. Like, 15 years is a long time to be friends with someone. But uh, you have to know when to stop, you know. But um, with that, uh, we're going to go on break. Uh, we'll be right back in a couple minutes or seconds, I guess. <laughs> so Maybe at the commercials. <laughs> Stay tuned. Do you drink water every day? Really? How much? That's all? You should be drinking more. This podcast has been sponsored by water. Keep yourself refreshed. So refreshing. So sometimes there are friendships that just don't work out because of circumstances in your life. I know recently uh, my life took me on a really hard left turn and uh, I, felt off, I felt off my, my normal lifestyle, right? And there was this friendship that uh, with this person, um, they just didn't really understand uh, what I was going through and they couldn't put themselves in my shoes. So for the sake of me and to get me back on my feet, I had to let this person, I had to cut this person off for the time being. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you, uh, when you want to get yourself back on your feet, you don't really need people that are just going to drag you down and make it harder for you. Yeah, that's kind of like, it's important to know when you should be cutting somebody off. Mm-hmm. You don't want to preemptively cut people off. Yeah. No. Like, where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. You know, that that's one of the biggest questions. Mm-hmm. Because some people, I mean, everyone's different. You know, some people are really close with, like, as soon as drama happens, like okay, gone. like, are we done? I'm here to, and I could be like that sometimes, too, when drama gets too, like, I'm just, I'm just not in it anymore. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too old for this type of thing. So a lot of times when, like, fallouts happen or arguments happen and it takes a very negative turn, not that I don't value the person or value the friendship. I'm just kind of like ready. Like if this is going to be worse than it needs to be, I'm not in the mood for it. And if this is going to be a constant, we don't have the time or the energy. Yeah. We're university mm-hmm. students. We can't deal with this. You only live one life. How Do you want to spend all your life in conflict or do you just want to just cut the bad people out of your life yeah. and just move on? That's the thing. Like I, you need to try not to, when emotions are high, not to act like, like, like cutting people off or... Drastically, it's kind of like what do you have left after the dust settles? Is it like what is it compared to what it was? And is it something that is worth saving? Mm -hmm. You know, like I've had uh, friendships where it's just like there's a lot of love for that person, Mm -hmm. and it was a great friendship, but just too much has happened where you don't look forward to talking to them anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not what it was, and you don't think it could be, so you have to move on. Mm-hmm. And there is such thing as missing the person and missing the friendship, but not being part of it. Because you know what? You can miss something as much as possible. But if it's not good for you now, it's not good for you now. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's almost like it's like when people talk about the honeymoon phase. You're going to miss that, but that's not going to come back. That's the same yeah. thing with friendships. Unless you unless you guys really, really work on it, which is possible. But, like, come on. If, if a friendship has gone sour, you can't expect it to be, like, what it once was. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I've definitely had... Uh, friendship like that as well where we were really close but it's just like you kind of turn the other cheek sometimes you know they're Mm. your friend you want to work things out with them so you just like you turn around and you pretend that you're not there like you're not like paying attention to the bad things that they're doing Mm. but then something really bad happens and then it just piles up and then you realize wait like I don't 
think this is a very good place for me anymore. So you realize, okay, it's time to cut you off. And if yeah. you don't cut them off, it will start taking a toll on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think, think that's the most important thing. It's got to be like, is this what I need right now? Mm-hmm. I think that's like a main issue with like long-term friends is like people you've had, like you've known forever, like you have so much already, like so much of a foundation base there. Like it's so hard to start new. So you, that's, that's kind of like when you start to like ignore like the small things until it kind of just piles up. Especially mm. if you've been friends for like years, you talk every day. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore. And then you stop. You just stop cold turkey. It's like, it's like a breakup almost. Yeah. Like it, a it, it, it feels like it's it's something's yeah. missing. Yeah, yeah mm. because you talk every day. Like yeah. you open up to them for everything. It takes a while for you to adjust to yeah. adjust and like going back to what you're you were saying earlier. You're because yeah. you're, you're losing a person. Exactly. Yeah, you can miss it, but also you have to understand when you should go back. And try to fix it and when it's like it's over you know yeah and it's not to blame anyone like sometimes like like, like you were saying sometimes it's just people can't understand th- certain things and it sucks it hurts a lot but at the same time like you like that's just them you have you know to I mean? stop like, being friends with the person because you need to get back on your feet exactly and like mm-hmm. like you can still like be civil towards each other you're not gonna hate each other it's just mm-hmm. like yeah. that's just people grow you know, and you, you have to grow. You can't keep making yourself miserable because of, like, a fond memory or, like, a good history, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. not what it is. Yeah. Um, on that note, though, when do you... Have you guys ever had experiences, like, where you think that you could possibly fix a friendship, you know? Yeah. Oh, we've all had so. it. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, I have one particular friendship, the one I was talking about um, just now. Um recently like they came back in touch with me and they apologized for everything that they did to me but also like i felt like too much had happened and i couldn't really go back i did say like stuff like okay it's okay like we're we're fine like we're cool i i don't want to be i don't want to have any bad blood like i just want to be cool you know I, I but also like i'm still it's still pretty fresh and i'm still kind of hurting over it so I don't think I could see you as a friend anytime soon, and I don't think we could ever get that close ever again. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of my experience. But also, like, um, I think that it's it's very... Um, you have to know which friendships are worth, like, rebuilding, mm-hmm. you know? And also, you, you got to look at, like, what went wrong. Yeah. And, like, because we've had a friendship where, like, it seemed like it was over, but then something like fundamental changed in that mm-hmm. situation sometimes a, another person or you could have a toxic person in your life and getting rid of that kind of allows you to mend things with people mm-hmm. like, i don't really know how to explain the situation yeah like this, yeah but... even even the person you might be having the fallout with you know what i mean there could be they could have a parasite yeah there, yeah. yeah there yeah. can always be a parasite somewhere in the situation whether it's on our side their side any side that can always be affecting it and causing the you know, even, even if that parasite isn't a person even if it's like yeah. an aspect like an insecurity or something yeah. or a job or yeah. mental health if boss. they're willing to acknowledge it and like you know work and with try it to or make a change yeah mm-hmm. put the effort in on both sides so on both sides yeah for sure yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. can't just be one side nobody's innocent not to make know. it sound weird or anything sometimes it's good to have an intervention <laughs> you oh, yeah. know it's true. Mm-hmm. you have to sit down with the person that you're talking to and be like what is going on do you need to tell me something are you doing okay do i need to tell you something yeah you have to explore your side and their side yeah and mm-hmm. really 
put all your feelings on a table and mm-hmm. uh, see at the, if at the end of the day you can salvage the friendship mm-hmm. it's healthy like that, that's how you like that's how you preserve and like keep things growing like you have to you have to be honest with each other and like yeah like, like i'm not gonna point out everyone's pet peeves and stuff oh, yeah. But, yeah. but like if there's an actual issue that's weighing on you and it's holding you down it's gonna affect yeah it's affecting you and eventually it's going to affect the way you treat that person mm-hmm. it's just going to build up you know yeah, like yeah. You, you can't have like a victim complex like oh they do this and it bothers me mm-hmm. or whatever like you have to know like what you're doing wrong what if they're doing something you don't like is it something like you have to talk about or do you just have to get over it you know yeah, yeah. it's kind of like back to like the original question like do you think that you've been that kind of friend that you think that you need i don't think i really answered that and um, I think that um, in the past couple of years in particular, I've really learned the proper way to be a friend, you know, and like being patient, not expecting everything from them, because after all, you guys are just friends. And also, um, just generally, like understanding like people are going through things. Sometimes they don't want to tell you about it, and that's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like back to like the whole, do you want to let it go? Or is it something that like you guys can work through together, I guess? And the kind of friend that I want is, like, the kind of person that's, like, you would understand it, kind of, but to a certain extent. I understand if I'm being unreasonable, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm at that point in my life where I can get if I'm being unreasonable, but also sometimes, like, sometimes you need, like, a wake-up call from somebody, which is why it's good to have an intervention. Yeah, and I think, like, you don't always have to understand everything about somebody, yeah. but you have to respect it. Yeah. You know, as long as you're able to do that. Yeah. yeah. And you can still maintain the friendship. That's it's probably, like, uh, like, I don't know if we've talked about it earlier, before this podcast or other podcasts, but, like, we talked about, like, like just, like, like how, like, we've been friends for a while. And, like, everyone's so different. Oh, yeah. I, I think, like, the, one of the main reasons why we can get, like, why we've been friends and get along so well is because, like, we're all so different, but, like, like we all have, like, a, a basis understanding of of each other you know what i mean like even if we can't like recognize like completely like put ourselves in each other's mindset like we still like acknowledge it and respect each other yeah for sure we all bring something different to the table but it is our table yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) our table is absolutely iconic round (laughs) round Yeah. Well, it it doesn't have this one's more like a round edges (laughs) yeah Okay, we're getting off track. You guys can't see the table. We're talking about interior design now, guys. <laughs> interior design by default. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like going off of everything else that we've been saying, um, do you guys, um, have you noticed any changes in what you were looking in friendships over the years? Um, like, how have they evolved? You know what's interesting is, I think when I was making friends, because again, I, we all started becoming friends at a young age. So to say that when we became friends, I don't really know. Like, I don't think I knew what I was looking for, like looking for in a friendship. I think I was more like, this person seems cool. Like, let's talk. Do I like talking to them? And I think in a way it's almost similar, but now it's like on a different level. Like before it was like, can we talk and can we hang out at lunch? I know also one thing in high school is, you also want a friend to have lunch with when you when the rest of your friends mm-hmm. are on the same schedule. Yeah. So that was another thing. Elementary school is like want friends at recess, which sounds like you're almost okay, it like, sounds like, oh, I need these friends because I have nobody else. But like that developed obviously into bigger friendships because your priorities, what are your priorities in high school and elementary school? Not much. Mm-hmm. But now you want 
someone like as an adult you kind of want friends who are fun you know someone you again vibe with someone you get along with someone you click with have chemistry with and you want someone who can in a way stimulate your mind in a way you can have conversations with you can have true connections with someone you can depend on i feel like it's a lot more complex now because we have different needs we have different um lives priorities like it's not just recesses at 10 30 and <laughs> who's gonna play kickball with me Go on. or yeah. soccer baseball because we're in canada guys yeah. yeah but yeah i feel like um i was also more able to just like stand for things that i don't really care for back then you know what yeah. i mean yeah, like, like tolerate other people's behaviors when yeah. i was younger oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I see, like, when, when i met like like you guys it, like um i met a lot of them uh, our current friends in grade six mm-hmm. And, like, the current year before that, I had, like, a huge falling out. I had, like, no friends for a year. So my goal Trust was to, to have somebody at recess, yeah. have anybody. <laughs> and, default. And, yeah, exactly. Like, I was just wanted to throw myself into any friendship. Recess but, like, friends by default. Yeah. Like, growing up, though, you, I learned to have, like, standards for friends, too. And obviously, like, I kept them. Like, they weren't, like, I'm not saying they're bad. They were great. Yeah. <laughs> but your priorities do change. Yeah. Yeah. Instead That's, of wanting someone who's there with you for recess or for lunch, you want someone who's there with you through the highs and lows of life yeah. and understands you at a, a very deep emotional level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, like, like um, it is getting kind of hard to make friends. Yeah, yeah also because, like, our standards have changed and, like, it's just, it's hard to connect with people, especially because now we, we just want, like, we want an instant connection, you know? We don't want to have to go through the process of, like, like having to know each other for years and then like finally becoming close and then having more years of that you know like we want an instant connection but also because like we've all known each other for so long that like it's it's hard to like just even like open up and say hi to someone new you know what i mean like we've got we've grown sometimes i feel like too comfortable with each other <laughs> i remember i've told you guys like I don't need new friends because I got you guys. Yeah. You know? And we're a pretty and big group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's also like, I really shouldn't think that way. Like, you guys are awesome, but also I really should be more open to making oh, I'm new the same friends. Way, 100%. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's so hard now, I don't, honestly. Personally, I don't think I should be more open, more open, but I logically, I do know I need to be more open because I yeah. have, in all my years of university, I'm in my fourth year, I haven't made one new friend because... I'm not a social person. Mm-hmm. I don't like opening up. When some, whenever someone new tries to approach me, my walls instantly come up and mm-hmm. I go on the offensive. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. what, what do you know about me? <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to fight me? <laughs> See, like, you that's, that makes sense. Because I remember in first year, I was just so desperate for friends. I made friends with... Mm-hmm. I tried to make friends with people. I wouldn't see them the next class. We wouldn't end up sitting together or whatever. And... Once I made a friend, and she just ended up leeching off me for notes and like yeah. rides to Walmart. Yeah, yeah. I had to cut her off. Friends are like that. Yeah, though. you have to watch out. The lost snakes. For, for <laughs> me, I just don't like getting to know people because it's like every single friend that I have, it has been work, and like I have to be comfortable with them. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I know that you like me. I don't have to be like anxious. Like, oh my god, why is she just gonna cut it off because yeah. she secretly hates me or whatever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I still feel like you guys hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Don't love me. Did you tell her? <laughs> That's what I'm kind of. that's why i'm kind of grateful for the fact that like the friends that i have made in university that it's always been really chill like they've been nice they we were able to connect i did not expect that at all yeah i'm very happy that um, about that so like 
very grateful for them as well as you guys. It but took like, me crazy. a long time to make friends in university. Like it took me like a year and a half <laughs> of university before I finally made friends. But the friends that I made, like they were the kinds of friends that um, I remember. I was in a car accident last April. And one of my friends, she picked me up from the accident because she was close by and she let me stay at her house and then she drove me to the hospital just in case, like to get me checked up in case I had like whiplash or something from the accident. And it was just, um, you know, I, I want those kinds of people in my life, yeah. you know, and I'm happy that I didn't just like brush into that kind of a friendship, like just all out of nowhere. And we really developed that um when I didn't even expect it, I just, like, wanted to be part of their group, and then I ended up being friends with them, and then now we're, like, super close every time, like, I always go over to their house and stuff like that, so it's, so it's really nice to, um, experience that even when I'm older, like, and, like, meeting people later on, instead of, like, the people that I've grown up with, obviously, I'm gonna be friends with you guys, so it's nice to have, like, knowing people from other backgrounds, too. And the problem with uh, getting to know people at our age is we're all at different stages of getting to know ourselves. Oh, yeah, that's true. So some people are extremely immature and some people are extremely mature. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just... It's very difficult to find a balance uh, between the two where you yourself are at and mm-hmm. you can vibe with someone. Also, like, we're kind of going off of that. Like, there's different sides to ourselves as well. So it's hard, like, like, at work, like, I try to make friends, but, like, they only see one part of me, and so, like, it doesn't feel like they're a real friend, because they don't know all the other sides, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. like, going back to Shrek. You're <laughs> <laughs> an onion, <laughs> all right? You're an onion, layers, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that, about making friends and, like, talking to friends and stuff, on that topic, I do have a question for you guys. What now, if you were to make friends or when do you attempt to make friends, what are your tactics for doing so? Because a lot of people have different ones. Like, how do you approach it? Every single friend I made, I've never approached. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, how do you, well, not really about like going up to a person, but when you do start talking just to a person. Sorry, you're Jess is a, is a friend magnet. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, like, not really a physically approaching them, like, go up saying, hi, how, like, hi, how are you? But I will never do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like when you are talking to somebody and you are, you know, I guess, trying to initiate a friendship. Like, what is your approach for doing that? What is, what are your tactics? Like, I know for just, me... I just start talking to them. Yeah. For me, I find, I always find something, like, common to complain about. Does that make sense? Mm. It's, like, a common like a common enemy. See, I'm worried to do that, like, at work, because then I'm, like, I don't want to trash talk someone else. Uh, that's uh, true. No, but, see, like, everyone else does it, so I'm, like, it's so hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> see, like, at school, I know the one thing you can be, like, oh, my gosh, assignments are killing me, or assignments are kicking my yeah. ass. Mm. Like, things like that, suddenly, it's, like, instant conversation starter. Or, like, I know I tried to do that when I first started working at work, too, and I was, like, I would be, like, oh, my God, I'm so tired, or assignments are killing me same thing but i know a couple people a couple people i feel like take things like that and they come like misconstrued too because they're like yeah. oh my god new people are always complaining no so we're, we're trying to make friends with you like some people do but like there's always different approaches but like what would you guys say like do you guys try to find like a common enemy common interest it's hard because like i think a lot of it depends on like the mood that you're in like it takes a lot of energy to be social yeah. <laughs> especially yes. for non-social people yeah plus it's like are you at school are you at work yeah what, what face do you have on right now 
Mm. Right? It does take me a lot of energy to put my walls down for even put the moat down (laughs) and let people walk over the elevator if that's a water. Yeah. Unless Chris, um, like, you know, he uh, backs out last minute and starts pulling it out. People are walking. Kind of like like when I'm. The gingerbread man. Kind of like the Shrek Shrek 2 when they're holding on for dear life on the chains. Yeah. (laughs) I think everyone. That's what we had to do. (laughs) I think that's what we're doing right now. He's still rolling it up, guys. We're trying to get him to close, to open it up. Yeah, you guys. I want you guys stay out. (laughs) You guys are lucky. You get to see Chris like opened up voluntarily. Oh yeah, this is rare. You see him on the streets. I feel like he'll probably be like, "Screw you, bye." Yeah, (laughs) but like. I don't know. I feel we like we're all kind of so like you hear that. from all the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Do not approach. It is not safe. <laughs> Beware. Caution. Yeah, but like I feel like I feel like a lot of people are like that though. To be fair, like you don't want to let people in too close unless you really know them. I feel it, like that's a habit I have though. Sometimes yeah. depending on once I get like those 2 seconds of a good vibe with somebody mm-hmm. or not even a good vibe, just like I I feel like they're not judging me, I start becoming an open book for some reason. But not like I'm going to tell you my address or whatever. It's more like oh my gosh, like you know, yesterday this happened. I, I don't know, I hate that about myself sometimes cuz I'm like, we just met. What am I telling mm-hmm. you about my day? Yeah, see. I'm not quick to make friends, but if someone's talking to me, like, and I, I feel bad, like, I want to keep talking to them. I don't like silence. So I'll just tell them anything and everything about yeah, myself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't mind silence. And I think that's a huge difference between me and most people. Uh, the You know that very awkward uh, fr- uh, silence in the first stage of a early, mm-hmm. uh, friendship? Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. I don't really care for that. And for a lot of people, yeah. it kills them. So they just try to keep on talking, try to make conversation. And I'm not someone who likes talking yeah. too much with someone when I first meet them. I think I'm, I'm similar in terms of like, I know when I, know when I don't want to continue a conversation anymore. Like, if I'm not super close to you, I don't have to have this conversation with you. You know, I'm just going to walk away. I don't know. I feel like that. Like I feel like that. Like that sign. Like when you can have a silence and it's not awkward. That's how you know. Like you become like. That's like, true. Good, I can't do friends. that. I'm like, oh, really? no, they're bored. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I do feel like you need to bore me sometimes. <laughs> don't say that, bro. We hang up too much. <laughs> I that's. I am like that sometimes. Depending on who I'm with, I'll be. I'll be there. And I'll. They'll be like silent. I'll be like, oh crap! I gotta say something. Really but then there's other times I'll be even like people I'm not close with. Like even. Some of my coworkers every now and then you'll we'll, we'll be on, like on a break and I'll just be sitting there and they'll be on the phone and I'll we'll look at each other say hi talk for two minutes and I will like be silent I'm like huh I'm oddly comfortable with you what what is this and then we'll start talking again but I, I just don't feel the need to like I have to have this conversation we have to start talking like mm-hmm. that's but I can still relate to the feeling yeah that's for sure like mm-hmm. uh, at least like maybe the first interaction I'll be like okay and then you just like kind of twiddling your fingers <laughs> staring at them. You're kind of stuck in the same place. You, you don't want to, like, just leave. But, like, yeah, I, I've definitely had those moments before. The worst is, like, 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 um, like um, I've hung out with people outside work before. And, like, it was great. We had, like, we had a great time. Whatever. It was fun. And then you go back to work. And, like, it's still fun. But then, like, the week after, it's just, like, you haven't seen each other in so long. And so it's, like, kind of back to stage one. And you're, like, yeah. Oh, is it just a one-night stand? Like, <laughs> what is it? Yeah. <laughs> because it would be no not really when i first started now it's more like that yeah. the few people i will work with and i don't talk to many people but when i do talk to them we're like oh, oh hey, just so you know kim and i work together oh yeah we work <laughs> the same place 
Yeah, we probably should have mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a few people I'll talk to be like, oh, hey, like, how are you? And a couple of shifts will like, talk together. Then I'll, I won't be scheduled for like two weeks straight. And by the time I go back, it's like, how do you do? Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Like, it's hard to... Very well on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you start going all 18th century, man. My job is a little different because there's only like 10 people on staff. Mm-hmm. And like the people that have been there, like for me, I and you're been... only in Canada, like what two months of the year? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I two mean, weeks aggregately, like four or five months, five six months, because you forget summer's like four months. Mm-hmm. But um, wait, you're here all summer? Yeah, I'm usually here all summer. But um, she likes to go to Bermuda Triangle for fun, though, guys. Yeah, so yeah. She like it, it depends on what school I feel like going to. Yeah. <laughs> My mood. Um, anyways, um, so. Uh, for my job though like they always take me when i'm on break like summer vacation and um during the winter i come back so i've been there like on and off for maybe going on three years this year um and the people that have been working there for about as long as me or like longer than a year like we talk pretty well like we'll catch up on things and then we'll go back as if it's like normal just because there's only 10 of us that work there mm-hmm. so of course like we're whenever we do work we see each other all the time it's not like you guys or it's like sometimes yeah, you're scheduled sometimes you're not like 90 so. people in our store it's yeah. really easy to make friends in my store I'm but so- also it's awkward if you don't make friends with your coworkers because then you're stuck with them so i find it hard to make friends when i work i work at like pop house pop 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 she makes coke guys (laughs) (laughs) coke and chicken and those people like they're um all like in their 30s and or a lot of them like only speak like with the people that they already know that are also in their 30s like it's a lot of they get hired together people so yeah. they've already got siblings and then everyone's kind of divided by race too so <laughs> i'm stuck with the spanish-speaking people and i can't speak spanish yeah. <laughs> or even when i'm cashier like they're really nice but also if i'm at work i can't relax i'm at work <laughs> and, oh, and, yeah, and, I'm like that and then too. they'll tell you like have a seat have a coffee I'm like, like have yeah. 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 Like, how are I'm you getting paid for yourself out. yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know yeah. I, I know I came with you one day and I was just so paranoid the whole time I was like I have to think yeah. and I just remember one of the ladies was like why don't you guys relax and she was like really like chill I was like but but yeah but like, they might yell at me all the people scared. are so nice there yeah, yeah but, everyone's like, so nice but you're always just so scared of the number one wrong. problem is that yeah, they're not my age friends. and I can't relax yeah yes. no yes. no no I worked with Elle before mm-hmm. and she's like so bright and happy and she always wants to talk to me if it's work I'm like walking away from her <laughs> this is work setting See, back away <laughs> you, you worked with me and gems before too yeah. and i remember the one oh my god the one time the two of us get scheduled for a shift is your last day i will never get over that that was like that was like ironic as hell the exact same shift too from beginning to end like same four hour and i just remember like the only time we really got a chance to like chill or not even chill but like do be like all the other co-workers where like they like full clothes and stuff was literally right before our shift ended and I just remember we were both paranoid as hell because our manager came walking in and out and we're just like they can see us talking they're not gonna schedule us again <laughs> even though it's our last day they're not gonna schedule us again and every other one was like I would start when you left yeah <laughs> so I'd be the one to tell you like your shift's over yeah Go home. <laughs> working with friends sounds like a trip oh yeah yeah otherwise like it really depends on what environment you're in when you're trying to make friends work is totally different from school i found it easier in school in my harder in school because i don't talk to people oh that's true i mean i talk to the people that i have to talk to and then i make friends with the people i have to talk to just because we just end up being 
kind of the same kind of person. Like, you know? Do you think it kind of like depends on your program as well? Like, oh yeah. Oh, like, oh, do, yeah. Because oh, do your yeah. classes like have like a lot of, like class discussions? All my classes. No, yeah, yeah. no, I don't have those. So how do you like like okay like, you have like lab partners or uh, yeah I, I yeah, made friends with lab partners and yeah. stuff but otherwise not really but I know the kinesiology students at my school wherever it may be at the time that I want to go to school um, <laughs> um my uh, kinesiology friends like they know everyone in their program because they have to do group work like it's yeah. a mandatory part of their curriculum but like for me i'm in psychology like no like really talks to anyone like i don't know a single i know one person i just made a friend mm. one person in my program i'm in third year second semester and i just made a friend in my program and it's see i'm friends in university because everyone here sounds angela here mm-hmm. um go to my university yeah. yes. i've known them not including while. each other okay yeah. so not including each other i have like familiar faces like my program a lot of the same faces are in rotation mm-hmm. so there's people like i know and like i can be like somewhat friendly with them and i've had a lot of like you know those, those friendship one night stands or it's like oh it's great for that night and then the next night it's like oh well, well, now what else. yeah, yeah. cheater yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought we had something. <laughs> okay. I'll never get over how I made friends with my the people in my program. It's weird. It's it's almost like now I'm still not in that level of closeness though, like that I am with you guys or like my other friends from university, because I feel like that it just developed differently. But I just remember half of us never showed up to our tutorials, <laughs> and when the one class we do, the one class we show up, we're like, let's just go to get this like attendance mark. We never showed up the entire like semester, and this was like. I think this was like two or three, no, this was probably about five weeks into the semester, but it's like we knew we weren't missing much and we knew that if we lost the mark, it wasn't going to affect our grade gravely. But we, the one time that we all decided to show up that day, the teacher's like, okay guys, we're doing group work on the readings. Did any of us do it? No. <laughs> so all of us bonded over laziness and rushing and trying to figure out what to say. Mm-hmm. And that's, and now we're like, really good friends. Yeah. Now we're pretty, pretty, pretty tight up to now. Yeah. yeah. Some crazy adventures. I get that. I feel like when you're stressed out or like in like small situations like that, it kind of like forces you to work together. Yeah. Like even like in high school, like you did like like an English class in high school, you did like little group things and you discuss something mm-hmm. and like yeah, you know, you feel it, it's fun to have friends in your class when those friends show up. So I'm saying uh, I was oh. so happy <laughs> in twelfth grade. It took like four years for me to finally have a class Ooh. with gems over here, <laughs> and uh, she never showed up. <laughs> Another reason why I struggle making friends at school. I'm just never there at school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think it's, we're running out of time, guys. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's, talk let's try to end this on a more happy note. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite person here? <laughs> who's your favorite? Well, me. We said happy note. We never said beef note. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Even though she's upstairs. <laughs> ma'am, I am right here. I should be your favorite. <laughs> Kim's sister is her favorite. <laughs> okay. Um, Y'all didn't meet her yet, but if you did, you would be subscribed right away. Like, you'd know. <laughs> on a happier note, huh? How should we end this on a happier note? At least so it we doesn't love seem Kim's so... sister. That's a happy yeah. note. That is a ha- okay, fine. They all love my sister, but not as much as I love my own sister. Question so, for you guys, though. What kind of like bad sister? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we already know it. The yeah. answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> but what kind of bad experiences have you had with friends? Let us I, know. Did you dump cake batter on their head? Yeah. That's did you a, fight them? Did you break their bones? Let me know. Yeah. Did you call the police on them? 
I've let been us know. a friend before. Mm-hmm. We are no longer friends. <laughs> <laughs> she dared you to. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have. Um, that's all there. Wow, guys. Wow. You see, friendship is really... T- this is a toxic environment. I can't yeah. even speak. Got oh my tongue tied. <laughs> um, that's all the time we have today on Podcast by Default. So tune in next time to hear more about anything by default. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.